Kari Kohler. We have a, a text message from 847. Foreclosures are going up. Buy one of those. Inventory is going up too. Condos are being scooped up quickly, though. So here's my comment about foreclosures. When you go month over, year over year, last year we had no foreclosures because we couldn't do any foreclosures due to the COVID forbearance on uh, uh, proclamation that you couldn't foreclose on anybody. So, of course, the foreclosures number going up because when you go from zero to 50, right, you've increased your speed by 500% or whatever the number is, right, because you were at a dead standstill. So, of course, the foreclosures are going up. We've been talking about, I'm the only guy on the radio that's been talking about the foreclosures are coming, the foreclosures are coming. What are your comments to this texter? Foreclosure going up, buy one of those. Inventory is going up too. I haven't seen that. And the realtor, the realtors that I do business with are telling me it's still tight out there, like you have been telling me. Condos are being scooped up quickly, though. Your dime, your dance floor. Okay, in Chicago, what it appears is condos are actually at a slower pace. Single-family homes, townhomes, those are going quicker. It seems that the buyer of today is not loving the high HOA in the condo buildings. So the single-family homes, townhomes going quicker. In the suburbs, if your home is polished... It goes very, very fast. Multiple offers still. So people are accepting the rate and saying the markets are cyclical. The rates will change. I will refinance when they do. Yes. So the market is still turning here in the Chicagoland area. I just did a prequal for a couple, three or four kids. Forgot how many they they keep having kids. It's like you, Jerry. Oh, boy. Thought I was doing a prequal for you. (laughs) I thought, you know, pick up the phone, you're pregnant again. So uh, they're buying a $550,000 condo. Monthly assessments, $1,700. Yes. And she keeps coming back to me. I want my payment at $4,500. I'm like, I'm sure you do. I go, but your $1,700 monthly assessment is blocking you from doing that, which is the equivalent of, in this market, $250,000, $25,000 mortgage payment. I'm like, I, I, I got a one-gallon bucket here, and you're trying to have me get five gallons in this one-gallon bucket. So those assessments with the taxes yes. are, are what's capping the, the appreciation on condos in the city. Right. You better appreciate the amenities if you're going to pay that, those HOA fees. Well, that's sure. what I said. I'm like, are, are they bringing you like eggs Benedict every day? And <laughs> That'd like, be so awesome. I'm like, yeah, it'd be, be awesome. Are, are you getting I'm a mani for that. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what's going on, Dave? You want to comment? Yeah, I just had a purchase, David. You had your story. We do this thing called a 22.1, and for our listeners, your buyer's lawyer. Your, your buyer, if you're the buyer, your lawyer sends a letter to the seller saying, "What's the forecast in that building?" Right now, they're at 527. But what's going to happen in the next year or two? The thing comes back. The building is aging. We are approved $6.7 million for the following items. That thing is going nowhere. 454,000 tuck pointing. Again, the building is aging. I'm thinking like who is well the people who are there are stuck well it'll yeah. go the, the people that are there are going to have to yeah. pay for right. the improvements right yeah. right and they're they going to have to do a set aside for right that. well they're exploring through all the reserves bottom line is when a buyer sees that now if i hadn't written that letter which you know i'd be, I'd be getting the letter like what the heck's wrong with you mm-hmm. but the issue is if you're out looking this weekend lean over to your agent and say can you go ahead before i make an offer and get that document out of the association now rather than tie up my earnest money tie up a lawyer they can talk to the management company it's it's a it's a form they send every day to lawyers so they have it in the drawer what's the forecast of what's coming 
And these older buildings, there's no way around it. Kari? Well, and the um, the listener had the question about foreclosure. Still, tw- uh, 20% of our listings are distressed sales. This is such an interesting market because homes are flying off the market, yet we still have the distressed sales. And um, it's... There's distressed sales out there, even so, and that's because the economy has been a struggle for people from day to day, and that's understandable. Jeremy and I were talking about this, you'd say at breakfast, it doesn't make sense. No. It, it, so, it, something's not, something's not clicking. Something's not clicking, because here locally, and I don't give a crap what's happening yeah. in South yeah, Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care what's happening market. in Texas. I, I'm a Chicago guy. I'm telling you what I see in Chicago. I got a call from a divorced mother or two living in a $750,000 redone home in Skokie. Okay, one of the old split levels. Yeah, you know, nice. you've been to 400000 of them. Sure. Okay, sure. so... She's got a $300,000 first loan at three and a half, $150,000 HELOC that the payment went from four hundred and six to nine hundred and forty in the past 12 months. One, I've, been doing her, I've known her for 25 years. I've been doing her loan for 20 years. She wanted to combine her $300,000 first and $150,000 second in her $700,000 home. I'm like, absolutely, we could do it. It's a huge mistake. Yes. She's like, why is it a huge mistake? I'm like, you got three hundred at three and a half. It's going to be at seven. It's going to start with the seven. You're doing a cash out refinance. And then you're 150. You're turning it into a fully amortized loan at a slightly lower rate, but you're, you're, you're doubling your payment on your first loan. It's a bad move. Yes. And I go here. On top of that, brace for impact because Fed Chair Powell is going to throw in another quarter to three quarter point adjustment. I hope he does three quarter to scare the crap out of everybody instead of this, you know, walking slowly. I'm like, just, yeah. just blast the market and shock the system. That's what's happening right now. People are losing their jobs. Yes. People are overextended on their debt. The credit card debt's overextended. The savings rate at its lowest level. And there's there's an imbalance here in Chicago. I don't care what's happening throughout the United States. And here in Chicago, there's an imbalance. Yes. But we're still not 100% feeling it. So what? Well, you're not feeling it because here's the other thing. Yeah. Okay. A financial planner, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, a financial planner told me... Um, that back in the day when, yeah, I talked about last week, yeah. when, when, when your utilities oh, weren't yeah, paid. Oh, yeah, you did talk about it. with the, the credit cards. They turned off your utilities. Yeah. Now you just put the utilities on your credit card and add that to your credit card, and then you extend it out, and you're just paying the juice on that. Your utilities never get turned off, so there's no pain. Okay, I told the story how I sat in front of the uh, oven that my mom opened up yeah. because because we, you know we couldn't afford the gas bill. The gas bill didn't get paid. Probably wasn't the safest thing there. You know, it, and inhaling gas. It explains maybe a that lot. explains yeah. a lot. It really okay. does. Is that what stunted your growth? There? Well, a lot of things. There's a lot going but, on. But, but I've got a distinct memory huddled in the kitchen floor yeah, in our sure. apartment. That's your only memory. <laughs> Freezing. Well, there's a lot of other yeah. things you can't talk about. Um, well, Therapy I can, but not on the air. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm on a couch in my I shrink's it, office sure. at 150 an hour. And how do you really feel? I, I feel yeah. I, I'm, it's left an impression. All right, good. But, but, but there's no pain. Right. And, and, and nobody's got a threat of getting their you know, utilities cut off, and it's always going to be you know, fine. But late mortgage payments happen, and then rent stop. Kari Kohler, we got a text <laughs> message here. David, you say there's a rash of foreclosures coming. Could you please elaborate on the reasons why you have a particular feeling of why people are still doing 100% financing on new home purchases with huge seller closing cost credits? Well, I know why. Why don't you share what you're hearing from, and I'll share mine, but what are you seeing and what are you hearing, Kari, of the listeners that are calling you 
to help them out of their distress situation? Well, money's tight. People are going through life changes. Some people are, of course, getting a divorce, health problems, this, that, and the other. Money is tight. And one of the first things that people do, you know, try to do, of course, is pay their mortgage. And then, of course, month after month, that bill gets very large and it becomes a challenge for people. $75 for eggs, milk, and basics when you go to the grocery store. Okay, It's $100 to fill up your gas tank. How How do I know? Because I have relationships with servicers who are the companies that take your mortgage payment in from you to process them, and we're being told that the delinquencies are rising, and they are at 07, 08 levels. That is why I know that the foreclosures are coming, because this is what's going on every day. You're getting calls every day. We're getting calls for cash out refinances. We're getting calls to even in, in the sevens. I was telling Jeremy, Jeremy, well, who's, who's refinancing? I'm like, very extremely desperate people are yeah, financing distressed. right now because yeah. they're in a distressed situation and they're doing it before they miss a mortgage payment or before they miss a credit card payment or before they miss a student loan payment. Well, you're not making student loan payments. Nobody's making payment. student Nobody's making <laughs> yeah, yeah, Apparently, I mean, we're not, we're yeah, not doing that yeah, right for now. For t- two and a half years. You we know, just decided. I wish I had a student loan that I didn't have to pay but um you know it's it's painful out there and people who are listening that are calling you are running out of money yes and we we've talked about it on the show before and i just want to say it again come to us before it becomes a problem give us a call because we have aligned ourselves with the professionals that can help and if we need to do a short sale, that's a much better situation than getting ourselves into a foreclosure. And we have the process aligned, and we've got a team of nine people that can help you survive through this and come out on the other side in a very good place. What is the average, when you're doing these distress sales, the average value is what of the homes? It range from three to a million five i mean where 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 are they on the spectrum of pricing well right now we have one at 250 one at 700 and one that we're talking to at 950 okay so mm. that they're so all over all the over. board yeah and, Co- cross section of the marketplace and those are those are pre foreclosures <laughs> those are short sales that you're working on they are people that have not been able to pay their mortgage for at least the last six months in, in those particular situations and then of course wow. no taxes either wow. and and their credit's destroyed. Their credit has taken a huge hit. They're in foreclosure cash status with, with the servicer. So their credit scores have gone down, Dave, at least 100 points. At least 100 points. Oh, yeah. And they've ruined their chance to buy another home for at least two, possibly four, possibly seven yeah, years. What is the the impact on your credit report? Oh. A pre, uh, short sale versus a foreclosure. Steel toe boots? Yeah. Right to your groin. Okay. Okay. Well, but a short yeah. sale is better than a foreclosure. Right. Because What's that on your credit report? You still well, you still have to miss typically miss mortgage payments yes. to, to okay. show a hardship. Okay. So those so so those late mortgage payments to get a new mortgage, a short sale, two to four years. Okay. Okay. Foreclosure, FHA three years, Fannie Freddie seven years. Alternative non QM qualified mortgage lender. Could be two to four years, depending upon your credit score. Wow. Dave? Okay. Uh, how many times from three radio stations, Dave, are we told about don't take the phone call from the guy to set the foreclosure up? Do If you hear someone saying, here's how you do it, you're going to miss this payment and that payment, no. 
Call David. Don't do that. As we've said many times, three missed payments is as if you have the sheriff at your door. The credit computer takes three missed payments as if you're already in foreclosure. So don't take those guys' advice. That's But you can help them, right? Do they have equity in their home? Yes. So they have a mortgage payment, and their home is worth more than what they owe on their mortgage. Well, one of them has equity in their home. Okay. And the bottom line, the secret to it is, is as soon as it becomes a challenge, give us a call. It doesn't mean we have to take immediate action, but we can be your trusted advisor and help you through the process. The bottom line also is you want to do a short sale rather than a foreclosure. A short sale you can get through very quickly, and you can rebound, be back out there, and get loans for cars and houses and this, that, and the other. Yes. Once you go into foreclosure status, it, which is, like Dave said, 90 to 120 days late, you just completely destroyed your credit. So I'm glad that those listeners reached out, 254, 5 to 9, whatever it is. I wish they would have reached out six months sooner. Yes. Yeah. Right? Before you make the first missed mortgage payment, because you're just like greasing the slide and you there, it's just you're just picking up speed to bad land. It's not good, and that's a new place, bad land that I like it. I'm developing. Yeah, no, no, that was nice. But no, uh, we're in it. <laughs> but but you know you've got 14 cents in your bank account, and you know you have a two three thousand dollar mortgage payment, and you know you're not going to be able to make the mortgage payment and feed your kids and take care of the cars and send Johnny and Sally to travel hockey, hockey and basketball and soccer because oh, God don't knows. Do that. God Just knows we it. can't stop the kids no, from we going stop there. That. Well, well some stop can, that. some can't. Okay. Dave, quick. Two sets of grandparents just last week in my office, former estate planning clients, where the kids are saying, please help us with our mortgage. The 40-year-old kids go into the 70-year-olds. Two in this last week. They're stable grandparents, but once that starts, you know. Who do they call? And we'll talk about moving to to Vegas um, during the uh, later on the show, because I know you want to cover that, but this is huge, and we got a ton of text messages. That's why I wanted to cover it right now. So, what what should our listeners do if they know they've got fourteen cents in their bank account? They've already made one missed mortgage payment, or they know they're not going to make April coming up. They you know they just scratch by in, in March, or they haven't made March. It's the fifth day of the month, or sixth, fourth day of the month, and they know when in nine days they're not going to have the dough. And in another twenty, uh, what is it, twenty seven days? 17, what is it, four, seven? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're another, looking at me. In another 27 days. <laughs> once you get to the next day, the first day of the following month, it's a late mortgage payment. Yeah. Just call us as soon as possible. We'll help you gently and gracefully work your way out of it. We would like to be your trusted advisor and make it happen for you. We can make it a soft landing and get you back on your feet. Phone number. 630-587-4700. Here's the situation, Dave and Kari. Perfect borrower had all the conditions approved. One of my loan officers. We needed a title update. So we go back to the selling attorney to get the title updated because there was something wrong with the legal description. It took the attorney's title company like three days to get back to us for a simple correction. We get it back later in the afternoon. We immediately submit it to underwriting. We have a commitment date of Friday, right? Now this is happening Wednesday afternoon. Unfortunately... We we had people sick, and you know we, what should have been a quick turnaround. We're like we can't get to it on Friday. We need a one day extension until Monday morning until we're fully staffed to get this done. Okay, waiting, waiting, waiting. They canceled the contract, Dave. Ouch. They canceled the purchase. The seller 
cancel the purchase contract. It took them three days to get us an updated title. As soon as we got the updated title, we submitted it for a clear to close. We had operational challenges, right? You know, so, so we asked because it took you three days to get us the updated title. You know, for a one-day extension, they, they rejected the extension and canceled the contract. Have you ever had that happen in your 30-plus years of experience? The answer is there was another offer. I'm sure right. you figured that right. out. The okay. seller's attorney wanted the deal to get killed. Yeah, couldn't wait. Rubbing their hands together, hoping you were asking for a zip code update. Now, what... How it, long does that take? Five minutes no, from the well, title company? You, actually, uh... Does it take 48? No, no. Does it take 72? If it was a typo, in other words, if you're saying that their commitment was incorrect... We need an updated title. No, but you said it was something in the title, meaning if there was a legal description issue, that was a typo from day one internally because your underwriter caught it that it didn't match the last date. Okay, That could have been a whiteout situation with an IBM selector typewriter. I'm not doing that. It's got to come from the title title company. company. But... They could do it versus saying, we have to send it back to Joe. And this, If there was a very easy fix, like a lot number or something, and then that could have been cleared after closing in their computer. Looking back on it, you had no idea that they were going to nuke you. Now They waited they, to the last right. minute to get us the title, like right. every seller's attorney right. does, right. which is a major problem. Other than our office. Well, other than your, but it's a major problem selling attorneys that Correct. are listening. I know. It would be nice to get your lender, not just me, but all the lenders right. out there, the title when we request it, when we get the contract. Yes. Now, what happened? happens from our side is sometimes we send it out early but it doesn't make it to all five people who are asking for it so that's one little defense of the lawyer so it's in your stop yourself hold okay. on <laughs> we get the purchase contract i know a lender gets a purchase contract right. don't give me this attorney double talk bs crap well it's, okay here hold on i'm not done i'm listening we get the purchase contract yeah we're gold Right. Lenders are moving fast. Right. We need this, that, the right. other thing. We're not slowing down. Right. We send the title request right then and uh, there yes, to the attorney. And the seller's attorney, you guys sit on your asses and not don't all turn... Not, not all of you. Not, not you. Not your office turns around quick. But most of them wait until the last minute to get us the title, and then it's a rush. It's ridiculous. Oh, it shouldn't happen. There's no... There's no I law. feel better. I got that off okay. my chest. So just so you know... <laughs> If they're saying they're worried about losing money, that's a lie because all the title companies have a wash agreement. You got a reciprocating agreement. No, they just they cancel it out. Now, here's another thing about the circumstances: some buyers' attorneys write a letter during the attorney review, which, if I actually have it come into my office, we agree to it, and it says this: in the event an extension is requested, not the fault of the borrower. The seller shall not have a right to terminate based on the extension. Oh, that's good. Right. In this case, it would have been the sweet spot. Now, if the guy doesn't want to give you the tax return, doesn't want to pay for his appraisal. We had all that done. He was done. No, but in the ones where they deserve it, that screw them. But in this case, because it was a non-buyer caused issue right if that had, no, I'm was not a saying, selling side that caused a delay right. but and i'm not selling saying side that attorney, looking for a reason to kill the deal I know, but if that poor buyer's attorney who now lost the deal for his people if they and the realtor right but if they didn't think of that language they're not a bad a lawyer i'm just saying anybody who's listening if someone sends that to our office we agree because they have to have the magic language we don't do it unconditionally some some lawyers go if an extension is granted seller cannot cancel well that's too wide open because we don't know why they're have canceling. you ever had that happen well this is what i'm saying the devil is in the details right. You've got to hire experienced right. people. So many people think, what could go wrong? Here you go. Yeah. Everything could go wrong. It's only hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars. At now, if it's yeah. a lost job for the buyer and that way... That's we, a different you know, situation. Right. right. But then again, 
the 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 what that was you had that Friday deadline which is brutal we hate having that it's the only area of law it took you forever the other side selling attorney to get us the title that we requested at the beginning of the transaction then you pull this crap yeah well here's another one that that would have come at the direction of the seller of course it did right so they had seller didn't want to sell the house care about the other person or no they just had a better offer but the bottom line is that's a clue for buyers attorneys like Steve Stone used to say for you long pictures out there for the new attorneys throw that in your how letter how about this how about this attorneys order the title when you send us the purchase contract we don't mind we okay. do it well i know you do it right. but but don't wait until the week where my office is constantly calling selling attorneys and saying where's the title where's the title and i just said start copying everybody right. on the transaction that's okay. i you said got start copying hide. everybody another solution is some lawyers don't have a staff. Hey, like Sammy, I'm running the show. I'll get out when I want to get out. Thank you. But Go ahead. The, some lawyers don't have a staff, and they're they're on they're in a place like a little cave, and so they're overworked on that. So when you deal with the loft, David R. Schluter, right? We have four people. So it's because a lawyer can't do it all themselves, but a lot of them are under that. It doesn't excuse it delaying. Then do something else. Spend the money, right? right. Spend the money to have find a staff. another profession. Right. If you can't do your damn job. It had to be embarrassing. I'll tell you that. Well, I, it didn't feel good. Yeah. You do all this work. The buyer didn't right. do anything wrong, and, and the attorney waits for the last second to get yeah. us the title. We get the title. We yeah. need an update. It takes a couple, three days to get the update, yeah. and then doesn't give us a one-day extension. Yeah. And Go no ahead. apology, just, I'm sure. Just for grins, like, you know, in your free time, because I know you have so much of it. Yeah. Did you go back to look at that house to see if it sold for more than I, I could tell you for sure they either didn't want to move the house okay. or they're selling it for more. I guarantee okay. so you. That's available know. later. Yeah, I know. That'll be I was just curious. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, you that's yeah, what's like, happening. Is my point correct? It's the first okay. thing that I said. Right. They well, what either, did I say? I said better off. Yeah. They, they got a better offer or they didn't want to move. Right, we got to take a quick break. So we have to have Sammy tell me we got to take And you got to take like a heart medication. No, I'm fine with that. I'm on double doses when I walk in there every Saturday. 312 Photo line 312-981-7200. Megapros call, text, and photo line. Selling attorneys, Dave, I'm telling you, you, you write the contract, you send the contract over to the lender. That is when you should hit the go button to the title company to order title instead of waiting for a week before the closing. It's ridiculous and a huge waste of time and it puts stress on everybody. Amen. We do it the day it comes in. All right. I, I feel better. Interesting. 847. Dave, interesting you blame the seller's attorney for killing the deal when the seller, when, you, when your attorney suggested there was another offer on the table don't you think it was a seller who was calling the shots listen i said that i know you said that the seller was definitely calling the right. shots the seller's attorney shouldn't have been put in that position yeah. right. to listen to the seller if he if he or she would have hit the send right. button on the title order and the title came out we would have caught the earlier on the early, first round if you had it earlier we it, had the loan clear to close right. other than the title right. you can't send a commitment out if, the, if there's liens on the title right. or if the title screwed up right we right. can't get a final approval you can't trip a stamp a double stamp. there also could have been exactly. a phone call again i wasn't there but there also could have been an urgent phone call to the higher up saying this is going to explode the deal and somebody could have dropped everything and fixed it three they one even, you know, they it, fix it. that's just ridiculous quick question tom i got a minute before the break title lock what's your question you know that's my favorite subject my, my question in regards to title lock my wife and i have been concerned our title has been cleared for several years we're understanding that people can come in and get information being this public record and start milking your title account. Is that correct? David, you live in Cook County? No, in Kendall County. Kendall County, okay. Well, in the Chicago area, 
title co- the counties automatically let a homeowner know anytime somebody has done something to their title and it's a nice feature because usually up in the city here we have we have more problems the issue is do you have a mortgage on your home no okay yes you could have insurance for it it's very unlikely you can insure anything i'm sounding like david hockberg but yes. you could insure if out of the Wacker Drive building we're in today, a window could fall out exactly on your car. It's very unlikely it's going to happen. It does involve quite a scheme of notaries and everybody else, and you'd know pretty quick because your first tax bill that should have come out doesn't go to you. So that's going to, you know, it, it, there's, I, there's, there's a all, lot of safety nets involved. A lot of safety nets involved. Can it happen? Knock yourself out. But just like anything, you can always insure anything. But it's a highly, it takes a lot of people to do it. And uh, the bottom line is, and it doesn't happen one thing at a time. What they actually do, sir, is they forge your name and deed it to themselves and then become the owner. And, again, that's major crime. It's got all kinds of problems. They do have to have a phony notary. Uh, The recorder's office does not have an obligation to check out everything that comes to them. How many of these seen in your career have you seen? None. Okay. So, Tom... Do you have insurance for a a a piece of the moon breaking off and landing on your home? Not as yet, anyway. Okay, I think you have a better shot of having a piece of the moon, my personal opinion, than having somebody steal your title. Like Dave said, you could have insurance on everything. I, I think the three to four hundred dollars a year that they're going to charge you could be better spent elsewhere. Okay. okay, and you can also periodically check online once a week if you want. It's free. Go into the county website, and you will see any activity. And if you don't see any activity, you're good to go. So that's better use of your time just, and money. That you just go ahead and look. It's all public record. Does that make sense, Tom? Yes, it does. And the reason we I kind of wanted to find out is the late night commercial. I wonder of course. why it was a late late night commercial. Sure, so. and it's all over the TV and the radio and. And you know what? Here, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a simple bit of advice: St- read a book and stop watching TV. Okay, and then I love you won't, that. and you won't catch any of that. All right. <laughs> okay, my wife's doing the reading, so we're in, we're in business. All, all right, we'll have her read the book to you, and you turn the TV off. There you all right? go. All right, Tommy, I just saved you a ton okay. of money. Natalie in Chicago. That's my youngest daughter's name, Dave. She has a question for you. Hi, Natalie. Hi. This is the question. Um, a sibling passed away. Mm couple of years ago then the person they've been with for over 20 years passed away due to covid my question is this the house they lived in was paid off it was bought jointly a twisted sibling has started paying the taxes thinking that way it'll be hers okay what is the procedure to see where it'll go the boyfriend did have an adult child and a couple of grandchildren does what? it matter who pays the taxes? And this is, is this something that happens often? Is, is the Twisted Sister, no pun intended, and they're a great band, Did is the Twisted Sister currently living in the house? No. Okay. So the Twisted Sister, so who's living in the house? I don't know, because like I said, the boyfriend had an adult child from a prior relationship who has children. But I know that the sister of mine thinks by paying the taxes she'll be entitled that gives her an upper leg on getting the home because it's all equity it's worth at least two hundred thousand so dave the legal term for this is a hot mess well right now the the since the since the significant other the guy died second if it wasn't joint tenancy 
he he actually owned it when he died. It could have been they might be 50-50 holders. We can check on that for you. If they were 50-50 holders, your family might they have a stake. Tenants. Okay, joint tenants. So forget about the, your side owning anything. You're being very compassionate about the kids of the the, the, the man who passed away. But they, by law, whether there's a new deed or not, control that property. So if they have the wherewithal to pay the taxes timely, then they're going to be fine. If you have any in with that family, let them know it's worth paying. What the sister is trying to do is what's called a scavenger acquisition. And what that is, there are thousands of properties in Cook County where people have given up paying the taxes, and there are tax investors who pay the taxes one time, two time, three times. They end up building up an interest to buy the property, but none of that happens to your sister without a formal tax deed proceeding that is like letter Z years down compared to where we are now. She's just starting to think that she's making an interest. Bottom line is I don't want to advise her anything. Uh, She's trying to make a move on this. If you have people from the family, it would be very good to alert if you don't want to see your sister building up that possibility, let them know to pay those taxes on time. Now, let's say they, they ignore it and they don't have the money. She would have to have a number of tax payments, and then she would go through a legal proceeding to purchase the property at what's called a tax sale. But even that, there's all kinds of letters that go out from the treasurer's office telling the owners you're about to lose the property. It doesn't happen overnight. The normal way it actually changes hands is if people have completely given up. It's but, a perfect reason why you need to have a will or a trust or right. estate planning yes. while you're right. still alive instead of having this hot mess, legal term. Yeah, if mess. you have an in with that, with that young man's uh, family, let them know to stay on those taxes and to monitor any tax payments if, in fact, it sounds like you're not supporting your sister's efforts. But it takes a long time. If it just happened a couple years ago, it's still within the period where they could come in and pay her back. What they do is they run a bar tab and they say, that lady paid three times. you got to give her all her money that she invested in your house that you guys didn't pay, and there's a fee to the county, and there's 18% interest. And the county treasurer's office issues a payoff letter Letter to the family, that young man's kids and whoever's looking out for him, and then she's knocked out. She gets all her investment back, and it does pay out better than a bank does on interest because it's very good interest rate. But the bottom line is there's many steps that are going to happen before that family loses that property to your sister. How many okay? sisters do you have, Natalie? Only only one left, and I don't get along with her. I don't have anything to do with her. Couldn't yeah. tell. How about brothers? One. Is he as is he as uh, twisted as your sister or no? No. All right. So, Good. so at least you got yeah, one coming winning. over for that. Yeah, yeah. You got one Just get of- in touch with that family and let them know to monitor that. And again, there will be a last chance for them to get it. They will have to pay her back. She's making an investment in the property. A lot of people do. There are entire businesses that do thousands of these every year. They're 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 very technical. They have a good spread of money, but it does take legal action through the county before she'll own that house okay well the silver lining natalie is get you get to hang on and pick your mr floor cleaning product all right thank you all right hang on my friend thanks for calling there's always a silver lining <laughs> that, that's wonderful that's a great silver lining do you yeah. ever feel like santa how'd you like to be invited to that thanksgiving dinner oh it'd be Whoa. fantastic wow. Yeah. wow that would be an it yeah. i feel sad for uh Natalie, yeah. she's got her hands full. Mike in Elk Grove Village, line of credit. How can we help you? Yeah, David, I hear you uh, talk about uh, establishing a line of credit. I uh, 
I don't have any real debt. I have my, my mortgage, which I've uh, refinanced with you, uh, your company, uh, about a year and a half ago. Okay. And the only other debt I have is my car payment. But I hear you talk about establishing a line of credit, uh, like a second mortgage or something of the, in that effect. Yep. So I was just wondering... Uh, if I should do anything, what do you recommend? And uh, if so, how do I go about doing it? How much is your home worth, Mike? Uh, well, they they say uh, about two hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. And I owe like I owe like uh, about one hundred and twenty five thousand on my mortgage. Okay. Good credit. Have a job. Uh, excellent credit, and I'm retired. All right. So. At two hundred, at two fifty, eighty percent of two fifty is two hundred. You owe one twenty five. You could take out a seventy five thousand dollar line of credit to have for emergency reasons and for a holy smoke fund, holy crap fund. Okay, to not have a line of credit makes absolutely no sense yeah. to me. You say always. always, always, and the best time to take out a line of credit, Mike, is when you don't need the line of credit. So you have a line of credit that you could access when you have that holy crap moment that you never thought you would need the line of credit. Because the worst time to need it is when you really need it, and then you don't have any income coming in, or you've got you know you're Bill's retired, or, or you screwed up your credit, or something happened. But you should. How's your income on retirement? You got a good steady income coming in. Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. then you should. I'll hook yeah, you up. I'm a- Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I'm a I'm a hundred percent disabled veteran, so I get a, wow. a disability check, Social Security check, uh, and that. So I have a fairly decent income. Great. Um, and you're not paying any real estate taxes, right, Mike? Correct. Good. Okay, you filed that every month with uh, Cook County to make sure that, due to the fact that you're over. Um, 80% service, uh, um, service connected disabled, you're 100%. You don't pay any real estate taxes, which is great. So you've got that, but you should definitely get a line of credit just for an emergency reason. And I'll hook you up with my team at BMO, okay? Okay. How I go about doing that? I will, I will connect you via email and I'll get you and I'll, I'll hook you up with my team over there and they'll take care of you. So hang on for your Mr. Floor okay. cleaning product of your choice, Mike. Give, uh, Give Ashley your email address, and I will connect both of you guys sooner than later, as soon as I get off air. I want to throw this to you, your opinion on closing cost credits. Good, bad, and different. Then we'll go to a break and pick it up on the other side. Kari Kohler. Okay, well, they're, of course, a good thing for the buyers. Sellers do not like them. Even if they are netting the same amount, they get very upset that they're paying the buyer's closing costs. And it's very hard to get them to understand that it's the same net. Okay. And and what we were talking about often, the buyer is even presenting a better offer. They're yeah. netting even a little bit more than they normally would because they're asking for the credit. Just, just a bunch of knuckleheads. Yeah, I'm gonna, and I'm going <laughs> to explain why the seller shouldn't have any reservations yes. yeah. coming after the break. Because okay. the texter said, what do you, how come you always stress closing cost credits? Because they're the greatest thing on the planet and it doesn't cost the seller anything. So let's roll. And I'll explain it in the calmest voice that I can. Closing cost credits, a texter asked me, why do I love them? And um, what's the minimum down payment that borrowers, buyers can put down at home? 100% financing for VA loans as long as you meet the VA loan limit. Uh, 3.5% down for FHA loans and Fannie Freddie loans are 3% down. So we covered that. 
the text you want to know about closing cost credits and why I love them so much. And you said, why don't you just rephrase, you know, just rehash what you said before the breaks about the buyers love them, but the sellers are confused. The sellers don't like them because they always say, why am I paying the buyer's costs? And they're netting the same amount of money. And what we said right before the break is that often they're getting more money than they normally would because the buyers are asking them to pay the credit. So it's. I, I'd love to hear you explain it from a lender standpoint. Yeah. And I'm doing my Kegel exercises so I don't lose my mind because it's such a simple concept. So here's what I recommend that everybody does. You don't bring up closing cost credits, Dave, agree or disagree, until you negotiate the final price. Okay? Yes. So if you have a home in this example for $300,000 and you negotiate it down to two eighty-five, dollars great. You've got it down to the net number of two eighty-five. dollars That's the number. So the realtor put the house on the market for 300000 because the realtor did market analysis and thinks the house is worth 300000 Yes. So if you then say, okay, you agree to two eighty five, we would like to write up the contract as a $300,000 purchase with a $15,000 closing cost credit. The seller's still netting out two eighty five. Now, if you want to put in there that the realtors only get paid at two eighty five, the realtors aren't going to bark or balk at that, all right? For fifteen grand, they would rather get the transaction done. So, what does this do? Number one, it it it, it helps keep values in the area fifteen thousand dollars higher. Number two, it enables the buyer to access fifteen thousand dollars to apply towards closing costs, attorneys' fees, all applicable prepaids. They could pay for their insurance. They could pay for a home warranty if they wanted to. You could use all of that to fund escrow accounts as well. It limits the amount of money that the buyer has to bring in. So the buyer who's got thousands of dollars of moving expenses, moving trucks, U-Hauls, pizzas for everybody, beer that helps them move, maybe have to hook up utilities, maybe put in a security system, change the locks, all this stuff that you have to do. My wife running to Bed Bath & Beyond to... to, uh, to match up the towels and the floor mat and the and 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 the kids' toothbrush holder because they all have to be a certain color and they all have to match. That's where the money's going. So it does not hurt the seller one bit to sell a three hundred thousand dollar home for two eighty five and no closing cost credit or for three hundred with a fifteen thousand dollar credit. All you are as a seller is being a jerk. That's it. There's yes. nothing to be afraid of. Okay. Zero. Dave, you want to chime in? In a short answer, not 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 a dissertation. Why don't you take a walk, David? No, go ahead. <laughs> the, just a little flashback for those of you who've been on all three hours. Uh no, there's no harm. Go take a walk. I get it. No yeah, harm. No harm, no foul. But people are just narcissists saying, Why would I help someone else? That's what's driving it. It's it's hmm. it's a post-COVID attitude. And, the, and no matter how much you beat your brains in, Kari, saying you're getting the same check. No, I'm helping someone. And that's a societal issue. One little 1% caveat, 
is, because we're going to be on Facebook forever with this, if it somehow would make the appraisal be short. Right. But Kari would oh, check that okay. out ahead of time. That makes right. sense. Yeah. Right. But if that's the, the only But they're remote, not going to do and that. It, and it does rarely happen because yeah. of the credit. Well, but that's just my legal opinion. But the bottom line is they're just t- trying to be helpful. It's it's happened. Okay, so okay. so if you do it for three and it comes in at 295 instead. Then it's right. 295 Okay, yeah. so you write it for 295 and, and you get a $10,000 yeah. credit. Okay, no just big deal. Just wanted to say it because you asked. Yeah. So if you're a seller out there wondering why don't be a jerk okay this is helping the buyer your your number one job as a seller is to what sell the home net the most amount of money exactly yeah and if you sell it for 285 with no credit or 300 with a 15 or 295 because it doesn't appraise out in this example with a ten thousand dollar credit you're selling the home and you're making it easier for the buyer to get into the home so you could get out of the home and move on with your life yeah how about making them a little happy is that a problem they, right and you're keeping money and yes you're financing an extra 10 or fifteen thousand dollars big deal Mm-hmm. Okay, the couple of shekels that you're laying out for the extra ten or fifteen grand that you're financing, while you're saving tens of thousands, ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars of real money, greenbacks, dollars, hundred dollar bills, goes a long way, Igor. So, is it narcissism, or is it just people don't actually understand? Yeah, I was thinking until until you just they don't it all want out. to understand because it involves helping someone, Kari. Wow. Well, I, I think they do. I, I think you bring up a good point. When it's presented to them properly, they do understand it. Yeah. But they still it, say no sometimes, they, Kari. They do, for sure. It is it is netting the same amount of money. And so it's, it's really important. I mean, it, it gives a buyer an opportunity to buy a home that they might not normally be able to do. So if it's no skin off of their nose, why, why say no? <laughs> you're still losing trying to figure lo- this You've got to stop using logic right. when you're dealing people, with people. Right. In yeah, the see, middle is, of a real This is not estate. a world that I live in, David. So that's why I'm asking. Because <laughs> right. to me, it's illogical. Welcome it makes to our sense. world. Right, Look at us. Okay? We're all half nuts. We're actually like 46, <laughs> all right? And we look oh, like we're right. 65. Right. We, right. we deal so with this you. all the time. That's why when I go to realtors, don't talk about the clothes. Focus on negotiating the price. Yeah, the the price? price. Get, the, get the bottom line nut price. Right. Get, to the, get to the bottom line price and then push it out. And did, don't bring in the closing. And what do they do? They bring it in early. They focus on the spinning ball and 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 the and the, the, the fiery hoops instead of focusing on the end number. That's all that anybody matters. Well, Dave, quick. I had a seller who had to give up five grand to hold the deal together on inspection. It wasn't about closing cost credits. And I got an email right after she agreed. Make sure to get me five thousand on my next house to make up for this. Well. Maybe there'll be nothing wrong with the next house. In fact, it was right. kind of funny because all they found was batteries dead in carbon monoxide, whatever. And that's all the guy could find. She goes, well, I still th- do your magic. Get me that 5000 back. I said, I'm done. Here's the other thing that's you don't want to do. Cookie factor. Here's yeah. the other thing you don't want to do. You don't want to list deformities that need to be fixed. Okay? Right. Okay. Right. So what you do is you figure out how much the cost to cure is for, Yep. Okay, from Jeremy. Yep. And you build in a closing cost credit to offset that. So then the seller has got an extra five grand in this example. I'm making up a number. To go to Jeremy and take care of it. To go to Jeremy to make it up because they didn't have five grand coming out of their pocket. And the seller gave them a $5,000 closing cost credit. And they saved that $5,000 is still in their bank account. So then they could call Jeremy at Mega Pros to come out and do the minor work that, that needed to be done. But again, David, is it because people don't understand the math? Kari? 
Well, <laughs> I go back to just what you just said, David. It is important to hire someone experienced yes. to have your back. The people that don't have experience don't know all these details. And then when you align yourself with an attorney that also has the experience, you're protecting your most valuable asset. You're building your equity, the whole nine yards. It's really important. It doesn't hurt. The bottom line, this is the most important part of this segment. Nobody is getting hurt. If you're the seller and you agree at 285 to sell your house at 285, then that's it, right? Well, and then you sell it for three with a fifteen thousand dollar right. credit. You're still getting 285. You're still netting out right. 285, and the realtors are only getting paid a commission on the 285. Right. And my loan as a buyer is 285 or 300. Well, you, you'd be financing off the 300, correct? But then you've got fifteen thousand dollars that you didn't have to bring to close, correct? Right. So, so on fifteen thousand dollars more, you bring in twenty percent. You got to bring in an extra three grand. That's for our seven hundred eight. Yeah, no, no, that's a, it's, yeah. it's a fair question. Yeah. So, so you'd have to bring in an extra three thousand dollars if you've got stamps or transfer stamps or whatever. There might be some extra transfer stamps, but that's negligible. But you still have in this example, okay, you're getting a fifteen thousand dollar credit if you're buying it for three with twenty percent down. So you, you're you're ahead twelve grand because you yep. have to bring in three grand more to get it to twenty percent. But you still have twelve thousand yep. dollars to, to do, do a ton yeah. of work in your house, yep. yeah. paint. Anything. Paint, move. Yeah. I mean, moving four yeah. or five thousand dollars. Yeah, you, you know, the, uh, window treatments, all that yeah. stuff. You put a new. How you, much are matching toothbrushes and toothbrushes? Yes, my wife. All right, I just, I was like, <laughs> who does that? My does wife. That? All right, really? Oh, give me a break. Like, How do your kids know what toothbrushes? It's there not the right yellow. I'm like, I'm out. Is I'm there an initial <laughs> on each one of Listen, them? Listen, don't be a smart right, guy. Serious? I'm just I'm telling just you, to figure it, this it has to do with the color of the of the floor mats. Wow, the toothbrush holders. That is some Martha Stewart stuff, right there. That's Elise. Hockberg way to go Elise way to go I'm going to encourage it I think that's fantastic game night don't (laughs) ruin it for me 312-989 it's Saturday night I got 14% shot 312-989-7200 that's pretty good I know that's pretty good those are not great odds for me it's stellar